Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Financial Times Big Read, a weekly podcast featuring the best of our long-form reporting from around the world. I'm Caroline Palmer from the Comment and Analysis Desk. The US presidential election has catapulted Breitbart News, the conservative website, from the fringes of the media world, and Steve Bannon, its chairman, to president-elect Donald Trump's inner circle as chief strategist, says Matthew Garahan, the FT's global media editor. Now, the company which has made its name with controversial headlines has plans to tap into the wave of populism sweeping European politics. Yet advertisers and watchdogs accuse it of racism, an assertion that Larry Solov, the company's chief executive, describes as patently absurd. Breitbart News has published articles with headlines such as The Confederate Flag Proclaims a Glorious Heritage and Bill Crystal, Republican Spoiler, Renegade Jew. But Larry Solov, its chief executive, says it is patently absurd to say that the conservative website is racist. The label, he says, is a smear tactic that has been concocted by a combination of left-wing activists, Hillary Clinton and the mainstream media. Do I have concerns about our content? No. Others disagree with that assessment, including one of America's biggest advertisers. For the past week, Mr. Solov's company has been waging war with Kellogg's after the cereal company pulled its advertising from Breitbart saying the site does not align with our values as a company. In response, Breitbart labelled the owner of Rice Krispies, Pop-Tarts and Fruit Loops un-American and totalitarian, publishing a story with a headline that claimed the company had been besieged by food product recalls over listeria, glass and metal. The feud shatters any notions that Breitbart might tack towards the mainstream now that Steve Bannon, its executive chairman, is headed to the Trump White House as chief strategist. Instead, Breitbart is on the move with plans to surf the populist wave into new international markets. It already has a London operation run by Rahim Kassam, a former leadership candidate for the UK Independence Party. We think that there's a lot of connective tissue between what animated the crowd that voted for Brexit and the crowd that voted for Trump, says Alex Marlowe, Breitbart editor-in-chief. With far-right parties, including Marine Le Pen's National Front, on the rise in France and Germany, continental Europe seems a natural next step. The company shot from being a fringe website to prominence this year thanks to its close ties with Mr Trump, who appointed Mr Bannon to run his campaign during a rough patch this summer. The relationship between candidate and media company has been mutually beneficial, with Mr Trump promoting Breitbart stories on his Twitter feed more often than any other news outlet, according to BuzzFeed. It's not unusual for presidents or heads of state to have close relationships with the press. Franklin D. Roosevelt cultivated ties with union publications. Ben Bradley of Newsweek and later the Washington Post became a confidant of John F. Kennedy. David Cameron hired Andy Coulson, the former News of the World editor, as his spin doctor when he was elected UK Prime Minister. More recently, President Barack Obama gave extensive access to David Remnick of The New Yorker. 
It would, however, be hard to imagine previous US presidents embracing a news outlet as divisive as Breitbart. Mr. Bannon's rapid ascent from running a pro-Trump publication to White House chief strategist breaks new ground, says Gabriel Kahn, professor of journalism at the Annenberg School for Communication and Journalism, which is part of the University of Southern California. I don't think there's ever been a progression like it, he says. It's very clear how much influence Breitbart is going to have going forward. Mr. Solov insists Breitbart will not be a Trump puppet. We're not going to be anyone's Pravda, he says. And he suggests the site could establish a role documenting the activities of the most populist administration in decades. We are positioned to become a paper of record. This is unlikely to placate Breitbart's many critics, such as Elizabeth Warren, the Democratic senator for Massachusetts, who has called Mr. Bannon a white supremacist, or the Southern Poverty Law Center, a non-profit organization that tracks hate groups. It says the outlet has become the media arm of the racist alternative right movement, accusing it of publishing articles that have promoted popular white nationalist tropes. Several former Breitbart employees who left the website in March have also criticized the company. They include Kurt Bardella, president and chief executive of Endeavor Strategies, who was Breitbart's public relations representative for two years. I didn't sign up to be part of Donald Trump's propaganda team, he told the Financial Times. He pointed to the company's treatment of Michelle Fields, a Breitbart reporter who resigned after accusing Corey Lewandowski, a former Trump campaign manager, of assault. Politico reported at the time that Mr. Bannon had made several disparaging remarks about Ms. Fields with Breitbart executives. She resigned days later, saying that she did not believe Breitbart News has adequately stood by me. Her departure and the company's apparent willingness to side with the Trump campaign caused an internal revolt. When they were willing to throw one of their own people under the bus to protect the campaign, it was very obvious where their loyalties were, says Mr. Bardella. Ben Shapiro, Breitbart's editor-at-large, quit at the same time, along with two other editorial employees, writing that the company had betrayed the life mission of Andrew Breitbart, the company founder. Breitbart News, under the chairmanship of Steve Bannon, has put a stake through the heart of Andrew's legacy, he said. The story of how an upstart conservative website played a role in the most astonishing election upset in decades goes back to 1991, when the late Andrew Breitbart had a political epiphany while watching Senate hearings to confirm Clarence Thomas's appointment to the Supreme Court. Breitbart, who died unexpectedly in 2012, age 43, was not a typical conservative. He once told the FT he enjoyed late 1980s dance music culture. But he found himself appalled by Mr. Thomas's treatment by Senate Democrats, who interrogated him over the sexual harassment claims made by Anita Hill, a former colleague. Mr. Breitbart, who, like Mr. Solov, was Jewish, would later have a long association with Matt Drudge, the founder and editor of The Drudge Report. That site, one of the largest news aggregators on the web, has been a thorn in the Democrat side since the Monica Lewinsky scandal in 1998, which almost pushed Bill Clinton from office. For years, Mr. Breitbart was its co-editor, working in shifts from his home in Los Angeles and taking over when the Florida-based Mr. Drudge was finished for the day. Mr. Breitbart would eventually help Ariana Huffington launch the Huffington Post. In 2007, while on a visit to Israel, Mr. Breitbart decided to launch his own news operation, asking his childhood friend, Mr. Solov, to join him. Breitbart.com was initially a collection of wire feeds, but also featured original reporting, published on the Big Hollywood and Big Government blogs, which landed several scoops. Big Government broke the story that Anthony Weiner, the Democratic U.S. congressman, had sent lewd pictures of himself to women online. The site also posted a controversial piece based on secret recordings of two conservative activists pretending to apply for grants to run a brothel from the Association of Community Organizations for Reform Now, or ACORN, a housing organization for low-income people. There were other controversies. A Breitbart video that purported to show Shirley Sherrod an official with the Department of Agriculture making racist remarks was later revealed to have been heavily edited. But the controversies did not slow Mr. Breitbart's sense of mission, which was driven by the idea that the U.S. media was liberal and biased. 
The mainstream media are not story-driven, they are ideology-driven, he told the FT in 2009. When he died, his various blogs were folded into one site, Breitbart.com. Mr. Bannon, who had made a documentary featuring Mr. Breitbart, was brought into the company in 2012 and has been a logical extension of Andrew's fighting spirit and his championing of mainstream American values, Mr. Solov says. Former Breitbart staffers dispute this, saying the site changed direction under Mr. Bannon. I knew Andrew since I was 16, and the idea that he and Bannon were best friends and that Bannon was the natural heir was utter bullshit, says Mr. Shapiro. Truth and veracity weren't Bannon's top priority at Breitbart. Narrative truth was his priority, rather than factual truth. Mr. Bannon's editorial involvement was sporadic in the year he joined the company, according to a former employee. But by early 2013, he was regularly exerting editorial control. Still, under Mr. Bannon's leadership, traffic mushroomed. In 2009, at the time of Mr. Breitbart's acorn scoop, the site was attracting 11 million unique users and 35 million monthly page views. During the recent presidential election, its figures grew to 45 million unique users and 300 million page views. Aware that the Drudge Report could send huge volumes of traffic, Mr. Bannon also cultivated the Drudge connection, according to the former employee. Breitbart went from two to three Drudge links a day a year ago to eight or nine. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.